the Team Builder Playbook, bite-sized, honest, and practical tips and strategies for building and scaling your team as a startup entrepreneur. Hello, Team Builders. My name is Lisa Kostova, and I'm so excited that you are here. Welcome to the first episode of the Team Builder Playbook podcast. I'm a leadership coach, and I believe that behind every successful entrepreneur and startup founder who has grown their business massively stands a powerful team. And I also believe that learning how to uplevel your leadership skills to build and empower a strong team is the key to 5Xing your business and massively growing your impact in the world. So who is this podcast for? Well, it is for you. If you're an entrepreneur or a startup founder who's either bootstrapped with your own money or with loans or with some savings or money from your friends and family, or if you have early stage venture capital or seed financing, it is for you if you've gotten to a place in your business where you've gotten some initial traction on your product or your service offering and you've started to get some revenue, you've started to get some validation in the door, but you've largely done it by yourself or maybe with another part-time team member who's helping you here and there or a volunteer or a family member. And now you're at that point where to grow where this product or the service can grow, you need help. You need to bring in a team. You need to start hiring and start scaling your team in order to get to that next level of success. And right now, the way you're feeling is extremely exhausted. It is like you are on this treadmill of never-ending work. And uh, this is funny, this happened to me. You may be wondering why you gave up working 30, 40 hours for somebody else just to find yourself working 80, 90, or even more hours on your own business. Does that sound familiar? Well, that was certainly the case with me when I started on my own entrepreneurial journey after working in um, startups in tech for the longest time and growing teams and companies there. So if that's you, what you can expect from this podcast is that I'm dedicated to helping you level up your leadership skills in building and leading teams. And in fact, at the end of this episode, if you stay with me, you'll hear a very practical tip. I'll give you a quick win that you can implement right away to flood your inbox with perfect candidates for your first position. I'm also committed to bringing you amazing entrepreneurs and startup founders who have scaled their businesses beyond that initial level, beyond seven figures by building amazing teams. And I want to figure out how they did it and share that insight with you. I'll also be deconstructing my own experience building teams from scratch in the tech world. Since 2009, I've been working for a ton of startups as usually the first product person on the ground, starting to build the product and also build out a team around me of other product managers, of marketing managers, of designers working collaboratively with engineering, with customer service, with marketing, and with sales. And I've also reported to a lot of founders and CEOs, some of whom have had 
better leadership skills than others. And I've been very attentive to learn from the ones that were really good at building amazing teams, what exactly worked for them and deconstruct that and share that with you. I've also had a front row seat in partnering with Facebook, Amazon, Airbnb, and other giants in the tech space in building out their own team. Two of the last products that I developed were recruiting products and solutions for those companies. So I had the chance to observe what worked and what didn't. And I can't wait to share some of the strategies that they're employing that you can use yourself even at your early stage to really identify and bring on board some amazing team members. One of the companies where I developed a recruiting product as a head of the product department was actually acquired by LinkedIn. So I know a lot about jobs and job descriptions, what works, what doesn't. And if you stay till the end of this episode, as I promised you earlier, I'll give you an immediate tip that you can execute and uh, get a ton of really high quality applicants. In this podcast, I'll be bringing you people who have been amazing team players, like 10x team players who I've personally worked with or some of the entrepreneurs and founders on the show know and have worked with. And my commitment is to ask them to share what would it take for them to say yes to working with you and to joining an early stage company. In fact, one of the first episodes in the show is one where I surveyed some of my friends who are top engineers and I even interviewed live one of them about what would take for them to join an early stage company and what is it that they are looking for when deciding who to work for. Let me give you a spoiler, it's not the free drinks. Finally, I'll be bringing you the latest and most cutting edge research around leadership and team building. I've had the honor and privilege of working with Professor Clay Christensen in an open source research project where we really delved deep into what drives innovation in companies, even early stage companies. And what we came to the conclusion of was that capital money is super cheap and abundant. And what really makes the difference between a company that doesn't grow, that stagnates, and a company that grows to be, to have a huge impact in the world is the human capital. It is the people that are in that company, how they're incentivized, what they're bringing to the table, and how much of their potential is being used. I'll also be bringing you insights from my life as a mountaineer. I'll never forget the time when I was climbing Pico Rizaba in Mexico which is the um, third highest mountain in North America. I had prepared for it for months, and I had spent thousands of dollars on training and preparation. And this was really frustrating because the weather was beautiful. There was no reason for us to turn around, and yet we turned around 700 feet away from the summit. It was crushing. It was so debilitating for me. Um, because it was also my test climb for Denali. I was preparing to climb the highest peak in North America, which is considered to be the toughest expedition of all seven summits, including Everest. And this was my test climb for it. And the reason we failed was because our team was crap. 
our team did not work well together, did not cooperate, um, and the guide, um, we, we didn't trust our guide. So we turned around and we failed. What happened for me then is that it caused me to doubt my own ability to scale the highest peak because I failed at the third highest peak. And that's exactly what happens to you when you have a poor team or when you have turnover or when you have bad experience recruiting or hiring people, you start doubting your ability to execute your ability to materialize your vision and build your company. Thankfully, when it came time to climb Denali, I had a phenomenal team. I loved my guide. I worked so well with the people on the team, the other climbers, that we ended up overcoming so many difficulties and obstacles um, to end up summiting that mountain. So it was phenomenal. Really, for me, it drove home the point of the importance of an amazing team. Another pivotal moment for me came when I was in the early days of building out my coaching business. So I remember this was in the middle of the night. I was hunched over my computer, eyes bloodshot, really tired, frustrated, exhausted. I was on online with support from my hosting provider trying to figure out how to make a webinar landing page work. Um, And at that moment, I realized why I was in that position. I had not been intentional in hiring my first virtual assistant, my VA, and she was not cutting it. And it was at that moment that I also committed to my mission of helping entrepreneurs, early stage founders, build amazing teams so they would never find themselves in that position of like having to do everything themselves. As a result of my journey, I developed a three-step coaching system for entrepreneurs looking to 5x their business while growing their impact in the world. And I call the first step base camp. So just like in the mountains, we can never hope to achieve the summit without preparation and planning. And in base camp, I use all the systems I've successfully used to build products and teams from scratch. Things like strategic roadmap, business planning, leadership assessment, and coaching. And if you're open to it, another system that I found to be extremely effective, and I call it a secret weapon of sorts, and that is astrology. So we use all of these systems to identify where the business is going in the next 12 months. So you can build a team that can take that company to that level. It's very interesting. A lot of times when we are recruiting or looking to hire somebody, we look at our immediate need and that is not always the right approach. Yes, the person you're bringing in must be able to hit the ground running, but they also need to be able to perform at the level that you will need them to perform at in 12 months. Your company will have slightly different needs than it will require a slightly different set of skills and abilities. And so my job in Basecamp is to assist you in identifying what those needs are so you can hire the people that will hit the ground running now and will take that comp- your company to that level in the future. Step number two is the climb. It is the acclimation where you practice the new skills you're learning so that they become second nature. And we're talking about leadership and team building skills here. 
the climb or the period where you're actually going out there and interviewing, looking for people, uh, recruiting them, identifying them, giving them offers is the riskiest and most critical part of the whole process. And this is where most entrepreneurs fail, where they give up 700 feet before the summit and settle for easy, lazy, and honestly bad hires that may cost them their business down the road. I created this step in the process to support you and to stand shoulder to shoulder with you and provide you with an extra pair of eyes. In this podcast, as well as in my coaching program, I'm committed to helping you design and implement a rigorous and intentional vetting process. And I hold you accountable to sticking to your guns and holding out for the A players, you know, the ones that are smarter than you and who are perfect fit for where your business is going. The final step is the summit. And in the first 60 days after somebody is hired um, is a critical period that can make or break the success of your hire or even your business. This is the onboarding period and I'll be spending some time in this podcast addressing what that looks like. And this is where I support you in building trust, training and empowering your team member and setting them up for success so you can achieve the freedom that comes with having a strong team. Remember my sleepless night with my webinar landing page? Well, I'm happy to say that has never repeated, nor do I plan to repeat it again ever because I use my coaching framework, which I've called the Summit Success Team Building Model, to find and hire an amazing virtual assistant VA who is a true partner in my business. Here's where I'm going to give you the quick tip and the quick win I promised you earlier on in the episode. And it has to do with writing an amazing job description. So let me tell you a story. When I was recruiting my own virtual assistant, I wrote a job description that generated over 25 fully qualified applicants in my inbox within the first 18 hours of posting it. And that was highly unusual. The expectation from the job board where I posted was that it might take up to a month to find enough candidates to interview, even like five or six candidates to interview. And my job posting was so successful that I had to turn it off in the first day because I had more than enough candidates to pick from. So what did I do and what can you implement today? Well, let me let you in on a secret. Most job description templates that you can download, you can see online, are generic and they're written for the needs of a bigger company. A company where a person, by definition, is slotted more like a cog in the wheel instead of being one of the critical kind of owners of the business of the business execution, which is what you really need. When you're starting, when your team is fewer than 10 people, especially for the first um, first, second, or third hires, you will for sure um, want somebody who's not just a cog in the wheel. In fact, you will want to attract the pioneers, the ones who are hungry for ownership, who are hungry for initiative, who want to make a difference, and who are comfortable with rapid growth and doing a lot of different things. That's just the personality of people who go and work for early stage entrepreneurs, early stage companies. So what should you do? 
A job description is composed of roughly speaking three parts. The first part is where you talk about your business um, or your product and offer and what you're all about. The second part is the responsibilities. It is what will the person do? And the third one is requirements, like if you want them to know certain software programs or to be able to deal with other um, tools that you're using in your business or maybe have some sort of license requirement if you're looking for an accountant, for example. So these are the three components. And what most companies do and what most templates suggest that you do is you spend a ton of time on describing yourself, the company, and the product. And then literally just a few bullet points on responsibilities and requirements. Well, here's what you should do if you want your application or job description to be attractive to applicants. You should keep the first section super minimal. Like don't have it be more than 10% of your overall job description. Super laser, three, four sentences about what it is that you do and your product and service. The rest of the job description should be focused on what's in it for them. What are they getting by coming to work with you? Think of this as an ad, as a sort of marketing piece that instead of attracting potential customers, is attracting potential team members and collaborators. So the biggest difference you can make is in the responsibility section, write responsibilities, not like boring line item functions. And I'm, I've seen this um, in so many templates, uh, for example, for, for an engineer, the responsibility, instead of saying, write unit tests to identify malfunctions, here's what you should say. Own the and manage, own and manage the testing and debugging of the mobile app. Now, if you think about it, if you read both, um, write unit tests to identify malfunctions or own and manage testing and debugging of the mobile app, the second one is way more appealing for somebody who wants to take ownership, who wants to make a difference, and who feels like you will treat them like a partner and not like a cog in the wheel. For a VA or virtual assistant, this could be instead of saying schedule and post social media posts, you can say own and manage the social media content calendar. So rewriting those responsibilities in a way that makes it engaging, that makes it interesting, that talks about giving people ownership and responsibility is the key to attracting high quality, energizing, and um, type A candidates. So that is it. I hope this helps. Let me know how you've rewritten your job description and how you've um, generated an amazing list of applicants. I would love to hear your story. And for those of you seeing amazing success, I would love to feature you on the show. Let me know what worked, what didn't, and what you're learning. And if you're interested in downloading the full template of how to hire a VA based on exactly the process that I followed to identify and hire an amazing VA and have a backup list of other assistants that are capable and affordable, please go to my website, www.athenastrategypartners.com. 
Athena.com. And that is Athena, like the goddess Athena, A-T-H-E-N-A, strategy, partners, all one word, dot com. There you will be able to download my free template, my free playbook of how to hire your first amazing virtual assistant. And also please subscribe to the podcast. I hope to see you soon and I hope to share so much knowledge and insights and practical tools and strategies with you to help you build the amazing team that you desire. Coaching entrepreneurs how to build great teams so they can 5x their business is what I do. Helping entrepreneurs become successful team leaders and grow their impact in the world is who I am. Mm -hmm.